So yesterday, I went out with my roommate and got Chinese food. And we ate at a restaurant. And it's the first time I've eaten in a restaurant in, like, months. We're, we're vaccinated. We feel good. Let's, let's go get Chinese food. And we were waiting in our car. And I, like, saw someone running up to get takeout. And I was like, oh, that looks like someone I recognize. So when we went in, we were like, uh, just said hi to them. And they were like, use the authentic Chinese menu here. Like, it's really, really good. And we were like, oh, okay, cool. So we got it. And we were like, we got to go for it, you know, go big or go home. So we had pork intestine. It was pretty good. I liked it. But that got me thinking that I'm very food adventurous. I will try weird things. And I feel like I've eaten some weird stuff in my life uh, or just things that were not culturally like included in our diet as children, you know, like... I've had, you know, chicken feet, I've had ox kidney, I've had, like, weird meats and things that are not part of a good old <laughs> European Midwestern food upbringing. Yeah. I mean, I would say, out of the two of us, I'm definitely less adventurous. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> that will go in the bloopers. I'm definitely less adventurous when it comes to food. But I will say that I'm, for the most part, I am willing to try something. Because I'm, like, always of the mindset, like, you don't know you're going to dislike something until you've actually tried it. Exactly. I've had in the past, like, year for the first time, I had cow tongue Mm -hmm. um, in a taco, which, you know, that was pretty good. Yeah. I wasn't mad about it. There are certain people I know who... Because some people are very limited what they can eat because of, like, allergies right, or because, dietary like, gluten or, like, yeah. because there's certain things they can't, their body can't process. Exactly. And that's different, but there's pe- people I know that don't really have any of that and just, like, stick to the same, like, five foods. Yeah. Which, I call it, like, the kid's diet. It's it's one of my biggest pet peeves in people. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of friends who are lactose intolerant. You know, I know people who uh, have celiacs. You know, they can't eat gluten, uh, can't eat... Like, our mom doesn't eat spicy food just because of, like, acid reflux reasons. And I don't have any problems with that. The problem I have is people who refuse to try something. Like, if you try something and you hate it, that's fine. Yeah. You can certainly hate it. And I've done that. I've had that before. I've eaten something just to try it. And I'm like, okay, great. I never have to eat this again. But it's like people who are like, that sounds horrible. That sounds disgusting. I refuse to try it. I'm just like, but how do you know? Yeah. How do you know if you're not willing to eat it? I mean, you never know. Exactly. You know, I, I appreciate when I'm around people who like want to try different things because I feel like it pushes me. Mm-hmm. Because if someone else is like, oh, yeah, we should try like this. And I'm like, oh, I never would have thought to try that. We do that with work. Like, I work weekends. And so once in a while, we'll order from, like, a random restaurant that I've never mm-hmm. had, like, the kind of food before. And we'll just get, like, three or four dishes and kind of share. Yeah. And that way, if you don't like something, you still have other backup dishes you know you're going to like. But, yeah, I just think, like, I would love to even be more adventurous with food. Same. I think sometimes it's hard, depending where you live. To find foods of different cultures and cuisines. Yeah. I think sometimes you're kind of pigeonholed in, like, if you live in a specific area where there's maybe not a lot of variety. Right. Um, That's why I kind of love going to, like, bigger cities because you get Mm -hmm. kind of, like, that infusion of, like, multiple cultures and you get kind of those restaurants that you normally wouldn't get maybe where your, like, hometown is and stuff like that. 
Yes, I'm really excited because I'm going to be traveling soon and I'm going to a sushi conveyor belt restaurant and I'm so excited because I've never been to one and it always looked like the coolest thing in the world. I'm thrilled because sushi I think is something I wasn't introduced to until I was a teenager. Mm -hmm. The first time I had sushi was actually on a bus ride to the amusement park Cedar Point I was riding on, like, a Greyhound bus um, with a group of people. I was, like, friends with that school, and one of the girls brought sushi and was, like, it was her family. Her family made it, and she was, like, oh, do you want to try a roll? And I was, like, yeah, sure. Yeah. And I think it had either, like, squid or I can't remember exactly what it was, but I, like, yeah, you know what? This is pretty good. Yeah. I like it. And slowly but surely, we got the family into sushi. And now, like, everyone loves sushi. They want sushi. Like, my mom requested sushi for her Mm -hmm. birthday this year, which I love. I'm like, that was not something we ever grew up eating. Like, Thai food. There are certain foods I didn't really get a lot of exposure to until I was older. It's so weird to think about, like, how just depending on what kind of foods you eat kind of shape your, like, palate, Mm -hmm. which I think is really interesting. Yeah. It's definitely interesting because... When I was a kid, I know I was, like, pretty, like, not, I guess maybe not picky. Because we ate, like, seafood and stuff as kids. I was going to say, I didn't know a single person I was friends with in school who actively ate seafood and liked seafood. Like, we we ate fish quite a bit. We had, like... Crab legs. Right. And we would... We went to Maine when we were, like, in elementary school. And we had, like, calamari and, like, all this different stuff. Oysters, mussels. Yeah. And so I think we were adventurous in that way. I was pretty particular about, like, when I went to restaurants, I felt like I usually ordered, like, the kids, like, chicken mm-hmm. tenders, stuff like that. To me, one of my favorite things is, like, when you experience a new flavor for the first time. Oh, yeah. And just, like, how it, like, almost opens a new part of your palate. Umami. Yeah, it's umami. <laughs> yeah. It's just such, like, an interesting thing, and it's, like, a really cool experience and that's why, like, that's why, like, maybe one of my favorite things is, like, when you're, like, oh, wow, this is, like, not something I can say I've tasted before. Yeah. But, like, it's really pleasing. Mm-hmm. And even if it's not, like, the best thing ever, I'm, like, it's something new. Right. It's just, like, interesting to try new things. I feel like that was also a big part of, like, our vacations was, like, food. Yeah. Like, that was part of yeah. the trip was going out and going to a nice restaurant or trying different mm-hmm. types of foods at least within the United States, got exposed to a lot of different types of foods because we would travel a lot of different yeah. places um, to visit family and stuff like that. And I think, like, both of our parents encouraged us to mm-hmm. try new oh, things. Yeah. And they were always like, if you don't enjoy it, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But at least, like, try it because you yeah. never know. Because we did a lot when we'd go on vacations. We'd order, like, multiple things right. so that people could try stuff. And, like, you know, my parents mm-hmm. were probably trying new things, too, for the first time. Right. I almost, like, feel a little bit, like... Not, like, sad, but, like, yeah. for people who no, just yeah. don't want to go outside their comfort zone in food, it just... Like, I know someone who had never had pita bread before hmm. and, like, was not interested in trying, like, pita bread. It's definitely, like, a petty deal breaker for relationships for me. I don't think I could date someone who wouldn't be willing to eat different types of foods. Yeah. And it's, like, I understand people have certain foods they just don't like. Yeah. I mean, we all do. We all do. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's not a problem, but it's, like... If you're not willing to try. If you're not willing to try different things, then it's not going to work. Yeah, for sure. You say, nope. (laughs) Dump them on. (laughs) You say, hell no. You say, hell no, and you dump them. Yeah. 
Welcome. This is Research Rank Repeat. This is co-host Hannah. And this is co-host Alyssa. And we are popping, popping with excitement. Yes. About this episode. Exactly. That's exactly where I wanted to go. I'm very excited. This is an episode I've been looking forward to for a while. Like, this has been in the works for, like, two months. Mm -hmm. We've been doing, had to do a lot of prep work. We added an extra element to it. We did kind of like our first, like, social experiment. Social interaction, I guess. The popping being popcorn. Popcorn. Pop goes the weasel. Popcorn. (laughs) (laughs) What is happening? So, I would say we both are pretty big connoisseurs of popcorn. Yes. We went to many a movie as children. We went and saw Fast and the Furious in theaters. Yeah. And we had popcorn. And we had popcorn. We had a big bucket of popcorn. We had popcorn. a big, huge bucket of movie theater popcorn. We had been held back from that popcorn for like two, two years. years. And so we're like, it was a dollar different. We're like, we're ordering the large. We're getting the large. We're smothering it with that butter, <laughs> that liquid gold. <laughs> liquid gold that just flows right through you. And it was a great time. But I thought, I think I proposed this idea of, of taste testing popcorn. Yeah, because you sort of had a interaction that happened, multiple interactions well, that happened. It was it was t- there was two facets that led to this. Um, one, we like taste testing things. Mm-hmm. We love the taste testing episodes. If you can tell by the fact that this is now our third one and we're still in February, yeah, we've done a lot. We've this done year. three in like two months. The first thing was I have a roommate, clearly because she was just on the last episode. That's <laughs> very, and. Is also someone who loves popcorn, which I was like, thank God I'm moving in with people who love popcorn because that is like my favorite snack of all time. And she, being someone from Mexico, loves putting hot sauce on popcorn. And this was new for me. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then I wanted Hannah to try it. So I was like, hey, you know what? Let's sample popcorn. Let's just do a bunch of different flavors and weird, like, popcorn concoctions we can find online and stuff like that and taste test it. And so the second thing is that I actually went back and found the um, the text uh, conversation because I could not remember the context of this conversation. But I was talking with a friend, like, a year ago, and we were discussing popcorn we were talking about like what's what are good types of popcorn. So like I think I had brought up like what are your what's your stance on kettle corn? And he was like, oh, it's fine, but not as good as like you know buttered popcorn. And I was like, yeah, that's fair. And then I'm like, but what about Chicago mix? He's like, I don't know what that is. And I explained. I'm like, it is a mix of cheese, cheddar cheese popcorn with caramel. And he said, quote, oh, what the fuck, you gross, that's foul. And then that went into a tirade where I'm like, no, this is amazing. It's the best popcorn ever. I then went to my coworker, asked the same question. I'm like, have you ever had Chicago mix? They were like, no. And I'm like, explained it. And they were like, no, that sounds pretty bad. And I was like, what is happening? So keeping that in mind about us wanting to do a popcorn episode, I was like, what if we bought a bunch of Chicago mix popcorn and sent it to people and made them complete a survey on said popcorn because I hate being wrong and I'm petty and I wanted people to taste things and experience it 
And if they hated it then, then they could tell me it's gross and I will accept it. But I will not accept slander on Garrett's Chicago mixed popcorn without eating it. We were willing to spend money just to prove our point. Yes, and we did spend money. Yes. Um, we will get to more specific results in a little bit on that. I just feel like popcorn's always been something just is constantly in the house. Constantly. We, we never don't have, like, we, there's never been a time where I can't remember where we just didn't have popcorn in the house. Always. There's always a box. Like, when we lived in East Lansing with Tara, oh our guest. <laughs> we had so much popcorn. We had a summer where we ate popcorn every single night. We would, and we would, like, melt butter and pour it on top. Like, and- in a... a- a little bit of an absurd amount of butter. I I still, I love butter yeah. on popcorn. And we'd sprinkle it with that garlic salt. Oh, so good. And we just watch Pretty Little Liars and hate ourselves and eat and popcorn. CSI Miami, yeah. yeah. And just eat popcorn and all day, every day. Documentaries. Yeah. Yeah. In the dorms, I ate popcorn because we had microwaves. You could make microwave popcorn. It's been a huge snack staple. It's arguably my favorite snack. Yeah. Of all time. And this is one of the most, the most excited I've been to do a food ranking. Yes. Because I... I find it hard to believe that I wouldn't like, wouldn't enjoy almost every kind of popcorn that we try. I would agree too. Yeah. So with that in mind, I'm going to get into some background. Okay. Title this Popcorn Facts. Nice. This is also, again, from Wikipedia, the most trusted source on the web. Of course. Okay. So popcorn is a variety of a corn kernel that expands and puffs up when it is heated. I have a little science. Oh. I'm doing my own little science science minute. minute. It's definitely not going to be a minute. That's fine. So basically how popcorn works is a popcorn's kernel hole, hull, hole, hole, H-U-L-L, hole. 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 <laughs> Brett hole. Popcorn kernel's hole contains the seeds, uh, shell, hold on. She shells, she shells. That's fine. hard. She I kind of set myself up <laughs> for that. The popcorn kernel's hole contains the seeds shell endosperm, which has 14 to 20% moisture. Moisture. I hate that word. <laughs> Me too. Moist. I hated it when the wordle word was moist. Yeah. So that turns to steam as the kernel is heated. Uh, the pressure from the steam builds up until the hole ruptures, and that allows the kernel to expand to 20 to 50 times its original volume. Yeah. And then you get popcorn. Um, so a little bit of the history. Corn was domesticated about 10,000 years ago in what is now Mexico. Okay. Um, But there is fossil evidence from Peru that suggests corn was popped as early as 407, as early as four, (sighs) as early as 4,700 BC. Oh, wow. The term popped corn first appeared in John Russell's, this is is bad already. (laughs) This is normally you. I know. I haven't done a background in a while. Mm -hmm. You've just been doing a lot of them. Okay. The term popped corn first appeared in John Russell Bartlett's 1848 Dictionary of Americanisms. Okay. So before that, it was not referred to as popcorn. It was another name. It was a main ingredient in Cracker Jack. Oh, yes. And in early years, that was actually popped all by hand. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jack, Hannah. Take. I don't care if I I ever ever go back. Because we're going to root, root, root for popcorn. Yes. Okay. So popcorn's accessibility increased dramatically in the 1890s when Charles Cretor invented the popcorn maker. Oh. Which is essentially the, 
I guess like nowadays it's more of like a silver, like what you if you yes. go to a movie theater, yes, what they make it in and they they turn it out. And we also discussed. Uh, I don't know if you mentioned this when we did the movie theater candy. We discussed the rise of popcorn yes. led to less candy sales in like the forties. Yeah, it? I do yeah. have something. Oh, about you that. do? Oh, yes, excellent. Um, so this Charles Cretor, he had created um a number of steam powered machines for roasting nuts. And then they used that same technology to apply to corn kernels. Okay. And that led to a lot more, like, because they'd have the street cars, like street popcorn mm-hmm. cars, where they could just go out yeah. in the streets with these machines. Um, so then we go to the Great Depression. Ah, yes. Great times. Oh, all a great time all around. Popcorn was fairly inexpensive. It was about five to ten cents a bag. And the popcorn business actually thrived while a lot of other businesses fell apart, basically. Um, it did become a source of income for a lot of struggling farmers, including the Redenbacher family. Ah, good will, old Orville. Yeah, we will get back to Orville in a, in a minute. Okay. <laughs> and like Alyssa said, um, big reason why popcorn sales went up was because of candy couldn't be produced because sugar and everything mm-hmm. like that, it was too expensive to produce. Right. Okay, so popcorn started to become popular at movie theaters. Um, but many theater owners, like, didn't like it. They thought it would distract from films. Mm-hmm. They didn't want it in their theaters. Yeah, people snuck and it then, in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there was a theater that decided to try it out. They're like, sure, we'll put a machine in there. Their popcorn sales began began to become more profitable than theater ticket sales. Yeah. So mm-hmm. every other theater was like, well, I want to make money, so we'll start putting popcorn machines in. Makes perfect sense. Took off. Um, so in 1970, Orville Redenbacher was launched. Which, if you're not familiar, it's, like, one of the biggest producers of, like, popcorn, at least, like, microwave popcorn. Yeah. In the U.S., at least. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So, in 1981, General Mills received the first patent for a microwave popcorn bag. Oh, General Um, Mills. Yeah, before that, you had to do, like, in the kernels, or they had, like, the Jiffy Pop, where you could do it, like, on a stove. Right. So, when the microwave popcorn bag came out, it, like, nearly quadrupled its sales. I mean, that makes um, perfect sense. Because people, like, were like, oh, it's very convenient. All you have to do is stick in the microwave for, like, a minute or two and it's done. Nowadays, most corn that is used for popcorn is grown separately. Yeah. Because it's solely for that purpose. Most of that production is grown in Nebraska, Indiana, and Texas. This is kind of, like, jumping a little bit back. This is more just, like, a fun fact because I found it very fun and very disturbing. In the 1800s, popcorn was consumed as breakfast cereal. Oh. People would pour popcorn into a bowl and then add milk in a sweetener and just eat uh, it. Okay. But, but soggy. Yes. But, but what? But it'd be so gross. It gets very soggy when it's... Milk? Yes. Why aren't, we, why aren't we trying this? We should have. We could. We could. Oh. I think we kind of have to. I think to we now. have to now. I mean, we got milk. We got the we oat got, milk. Do we also got, milk. We got skim milk. Okay, we can use skim milk. And we got sugar. We, we got, got a little sugar. sugar in there. We're going to try it. I wish I wouldn't have wrote down that fact, but we're I committed. wish you... Okay, it's added to the list okay. now. Oh, God. So, another kind of fun fact is, um, it's not as common anymore, but people used to thread popcorn onto a strain. I did know And this. use it as a Christmas tree decoration. Yep. It was very popular in, like, Northern America, they yes. said. Not really popular in other parts of the world. I don't know anyone don't, who does that anymore. But I've definitely seen it in, like, in movies, movies and media. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the global popcorn market was valued at 9 million... Uh, in 2016, and it's projected to reach 15 million by 2023. So it's wow. very quickly rising. Yeah. Which, I mean, do they account for COVID? Well. Because I have to imagine that Pro- a lot It's of, probably. I was going to say, I have to imagine that a lot of popcorn sales are 
uh, due to movie theaters and. But also theater. too, if you think about it, a lot of people have been home, so maybe the home sales. That's have gone true. Up. Maybe microwave sales have gone up because a lot compensate. a lot more people are watching yeah. movies at home nowadays. That's yeah. So there might be that's, it might be equally now. It's true. But then you also think about like all the amusement parks and things being closed yeah, and also popcorn. being. Yeah, I don't I, know. I wonder. I wonder. If I'm not sure. I did not. That. I didn't check that. And then another kind of gross fact: Americans eat about 13 billion quarts of popcorn a year. Yeah, gotta love that. Sounds about right. And I personally consume copious amounts, several quarts of popcorn. Yeah, 50? I think the, the thing I like about popcorn is it's like you can eat so much of it and not feel full yeah, because it's, it's just like airy. It's not super filling. And there's this um thing on TikTok or maybe it's Instagram. I don't know, but it's basically like this thing you put in the microwave with a little rubber top and you put the butter on top. And it melts into the kernels, so you like make it in the microwave, and we have one of those, and we started using it, and it's mm-hmm. delicious. It's you very make good. your own salted buttered popcorn, like straight from the kernel. Yeah, yeah, it's very nice. But yeah, that is my popcorn facts. Love it. Um, and now Lissa's gonna going to get into some of our background slash survey results. Yeah. Okay, so let me just give you a little background. I like I have a degree in zoology science field. I haven't in my current job, gotten to do a lot of, like, research in terms of, like, my own research, <laughs> my own research experiment and, like, interpreting data and, like, making graphs and stuff like that. And I was like, why don't we just, like, make this into a survey and I can, like, get some stats and figure some things out. And we had to get the best of the best. Garrett's is, I think, arguably the best Chicago mix, best cheese and caramel mix that you can find anywhere. Yeah, uh, for people who aren't familiar, it's... It's a popcorn company out of Chicago, Illinois. The main one is, I think it's like 100 years old. Yeah. Something like that. And it started with, it was a, a fan. Like, the customers created this mix. Like, people would, would mix together their cheese and their caramel and create this mix, like, on their own. So then they started selling it, mixed together. Um, so thank you, Chicago. That's why it's traditionally called Chicago Mix. Yes. Um, theirs is called just Garrett's Mix. So... Garrett's Mix, they sell, like, little single-serving bags Mm -hmm. of popcorn. The scientist in me was like, we gotta have a big sample size. The options were 12 bags or 24 bags, and I was like, the scientist in me needs, like, I need a big sample size, but my budget was like, I need to buy 12 bags. Well, and the realist in me was telling Alyssa, one, we have to pay for it, two, we Mm -hmm. have to then ship all of these all over the U.S., so. so anyways, we ended up getting 12 bags of popcorn, but we had over over 20 participants mm-hmm. in this survey. So thank you to everyone who participated. Some yeah. people listen to the podcast, some people don't. Um, we're very appreciative. So we shipped popcorn to over 20 people in over six states. The people who tried popcorn come from a variety of different backgrounds. We wanted people who had had this before, people who had not, people from the Midwest, people from different countries, like mm-hmm. different states. And so actually less than half of the people who completed the survey had had this cheese caramel mixed popcorn before. We participated in the survey just mm-hmm. just for disclosure. And our family participated. So we've all had it before. Yes. But I'm like, I know these people have not had it before. We asked a variety of questions. One of the questions we asked was, had you had this mix before? The next question we asked was, 
does the thought of eating this popcorn disgust you? Like, does it sound disgusting? I think it was specifically, does it send shivers down your spine? And or disgust you. Yes. Um, so 20% of people said that it sounded disgusting. So that's about a, a little less than a fourth of the participants. One person said they were unsure because we provided that option. Yes. They, they weren't sure if, uh, how they felt about it. The next thing we asked was the excitement level. So the average excitement level across all participants was 8.15, which is fairly high. The lowest score we had was a 3 out of 10, the highest score being a 10 out of 10. So that was our range was between 3 and 10 on the excitement factor. The next thing we asked was, how would you rate the flavor? After you've eaten this popcorn, what would you rate the flavor? The average flavor rating was an 8.65, which is higher than the excitement rating. And for that, our lowest score was a 6. A few people rated it a 6, and so it was essentially a range was 6 through 10, which honestly, totally happy with that. A 6 is passing. It's above average. It's above average. Um, and I will take that. Everyone who completed our survey, we asked them, would you eat this again? And every single person said yes, except for one person. You know who you are. <laughs> I'll just say that. Yeah, one person said they would not have it again. Oh, I think that was my phone. Oh, okay. It's fine. I it heard can something. Stay, it can stay down there. And then the last question we asked them was, what is your favorite type of popcorn? We provided, um, I think, eight, eight choices. I... Um, did some statistics, I created some graphs, and I just wanted to share, I think we're going to post them on our social media if you yeah. actually want to physically look at the charts. I um, did some brainstorming, and I'm like, what correlations, like, would be interesting to look at? So, the first thing I did is I just wanted to get a grasp of, like, what people consider to be their favorite type of popcorn. So, we have um, eight options that were um, provided with our survey that you could pick. And people could also choose more than one option. Mm -hmm. Some people only chose one. Some people chose multiple. Our, at our most, one person chose five okay. as their favorite popcorn. So they, they like a variety. They like a variety. I, I respect that. Um, this person also was um, maybe under the influence of some drugs that make you crave things. Legal drugs. Legal drugs. Yes. In our state. Yeah. Yes. In our state. In yes. our state, yes. So the most popular selection was, was by far movie theater popcorn. 31.7% of people listed that as their favorite type of popcorn. So the next two are pretty close together. Cheese, separately, just cheese, 19.5%. And then Chicago mix, 17.1%. So, interestingly... You know, a fifth-ish, well, less than a fifth of people like cheese and Chicago mix, which is cheese and mm -hmm. caramel. Um, what gets interesting is then that caramel by itself is only 4.9%. So there's a 15% difference between mm -hmm. people who like solely cheese and people who like solely caramel. So it seems to me that people who necessarily don't like Chicago mix, it seems like the caramel is more the issue than the cheese. And we actually um, asked people to provide comments if they wanted to, and that was a common complaint, was people saying that they didn't necessarily like the mm -hmm. caramel. So um, the next tide is um, chocolate-coated, kettle corn, and then hot sauce-coated. All were at 7.3% of people consider that to be their favorite popcorn. And then lastly, 
we did include microwave popcorn, and that and caramel corn were our least liked, or least favorite popcorns being 4.9% both were tied. So it's just an interesting breakdown of seeing, like, the most common popcorn that people love is the most simple. Just straight up movie theater, salt and butter popcorn. And I think, too, I wonder with movie theater, because when I think about movie theater popcorn, I also think about the experience you get with it. Yeah. With these other popcorns, I'm thinking, for the majority, not a lot of them invoke, like, an experience. Kettle corn. Okay, kettle corn, sure. Yeah. That would be the exception for me. But, like, the movie theater is, like, because I think of how great the movie theater popcorn is, even though it's widely expensive, is also because you're getting to, like, go see a movie with it. Right, exactly. So I just thought that was, like, an interesting breakdown to look at. I was just curious. I decided it would be better to just pretend, like, each was its own thing instead of, like, analyzing one person's selection. Uh-huh. I just included it all in a list. So, yeah. like, if you included four, all four selections were just separate, um, just to be easier to look at. So the next thing I, I was curious about is I wanted to see if we could see a difference between how somebody rates the flavor and excitement between, like, people who have had the popcorn before, like, said yes that they had had this popcorn before, versus people who said they hadn't had it before. So I created a chart here. So we looked at the average um, flavor and excitement across people who said yes and people who said no. So for the excitement factor, people who had had the popcorn before, the rate, the average rating was an 8.66. For people who had not had it before, the average rating was a 7.72, which is, unfortunately, because we have such a small sample size with error bars, it's not a significant difference. But it is, like, there is a trend of it being, like, less excitement for people who had never had the product before than people who had had it before, which I thought was interesting. And so for flavor ratings, people who had had this popcorn before, the average flavor rating was a 9, 9 out of 10. For people who hadn't had it before, the average flavor rating was an 8.36. So the the average flavor ratings are closer for people who had and hadn't had it before than the excitement factor, which I also thought was an interesting trend to see. That, like, both of these rates, are average ratings are lower for people who hadn't had it before, Mm -hmm. but it was a lot closer for the flavor rating than it was for excitement, which it's not significant, again, Yeah. And then the last thing I looked at, um, I really wanted to make, like, this scatterplot-esque graph, but I, like, am so rusty at doing data that I, like, gave up, and I'm like, it's fine, I'll do this instead. Okay, so this graph is titled, The Average Rating of Chicago Mix for Favorite Types of Popcorn. So looking at these favorite types of popcorn, I was curious, and I was like, so if I look at everyone who is picked, like, let's say, for instance, movie theater popcorn. Like, I'm looking at everyone who picked movie theater popcorn, and I want to average those ratings for Chicago Mix and see if there's a difference. Like, let's say the average someone puts as movie theater versus the average for someone who picks microwave versus chocolate, you know, versus all these other things. And... There definitely is some differences. Again, it's not really significant because we have such a low sample size. And also, for instance, like, I think the averages, there were like 13 people who picked movie theater as their favorite versus, you know, 
two who picked caramel. So, so it's very skewed it's, in some instances. It's very skewed. Um, you'd have to have a lot more data to mm-hmm. to be able to really accurately interpret it. But what I can tell you, just looking at it, the highest rating was for people who picked Chicago Mix as their favorite, which is what is expected, right? If you love Chicago Mix, of course you're going to rate it high. The average rating for Chicago Mix, 9.71. If we compare that to movie theater, which had technically the most people picking movie theater, the average rating is an 8.76. So that's, you know, not significant, but it's definitely lower. It's almost like a whole point lower on the rating scale. The lowest, actually, which is really interesting, I thought, is the lowest average rating is cheese. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I thought was really, really interesting because you would think people who have had, you know, who love cheese would like Chicago mix as it's, that's part of the component. But I think this is also leading to the issue being caramel because it's like if people really love cheese, but they don't love, they don't love caramel, mm-hmm. then perhaps their rating was lower because of that. Right. Um, and again, we'll post these online if you want to look at it. To see what it looks like, uh, they're just like kind of basic charts. I just did a few like quick things here or there. There are definitely other things that could be interpreted uh, with this data, but again, it's a time constraint and also just like the sample size constraint being as small as it as small as it is. But I just thought this was just an interesting study. Um, I feel superior <laughs> in yeah. the fact that of all of our participants, only one person said they wouldn't try it again, and the yeah. fact that the lowest flavor rating was a six. Six out of ten, which I will gladly accept. That was probably the statistic I was the most happy with. Same here. And I think it was actually, this is the first time we've done our own research data, like, yeah. I- in terms of, like, statistics. <laughs> Someone thought we got sponsored. Oh, yeah. yeah. There was a bit confusion. <laughs> Someone thought the reason we sent the popcorn was because we had a sponsorship. I was like, no, we're just wanting to do our own data. We just are investing this money to do it just because I'm curious. It was fun, though, doing our own yeah, data. Yeah, like, it was. I had a really fun time with it. I thought it was really fun. You know, we got to ship packages to random places and send them to people and just see what they thought. And so the last component is that some people left comments. Some people did not, but some people did. It was optional. It was optional. I'd say about half the participants left a comment. So here are some ones that I thought were interesting. So more than one person said that the cheddar specifically was really good with the Garrett's mix. So, like, there's this um, Creedy or Creedy. I don't remember what the brand is. It's essentially, you can find it, like, Costco and, and Meyer, and it's, like, you know, just normal boom chicka pop. I don't think it's that brand. But it's, it's like, just bagged right, popcorn. Right, it's bagged popcorn, it's yes. Like, yeah, it's, like, prepackaged bagged popcorn. So, more than one person says cheddar is better than the fake Costco cheese mix, much better than the mix you can get at Meyer. Someone said, I hadn't had this brand of popcorn before. I'd only had the cheese caramel mix. You can get at Costco, but I loved it. Someone said, those who don't like this are a scam. Um, uh, Someone, the person who was unsure said, I was not sure how to feel going into it, but it was good. It would have been a 10 if it wasn't for the caramel. And then here's um, some comments about specifically related to these flavors. So someone said, I only mixed the flavors at the very end, and it wasn't as bad as I thought, but it would still be somewhat disturbing. Someone said, I was very confused at first. Second time, it was okay. Third time, I think the flavors actually mashed well after taste was bleh. Which, fair. Yes. 
Another comment, wasn't as bad as I thought, but ended up eating each flavor in separate bites. Still not a fan of mixing them in one bite. So for people who rated it lower, who gave it a six, it seemed like the most common complaint was this, not that the flavors separately were bad, but just this- The combo. The combination and seemed to skew more towards the caramel. Liking the cheddar. Liking the cheddar more than liking the caramel. Right. So I just think that's interesting to note. It is. Yeah. Very interesting. But yeah, so that's our little experiment. Um, again, thank you to everyone who participated. Yeah. It it was fun to, like, include people into our research. Yeah. And, like, a lot of the research we do is just, like, us looking stuff up. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I think to actually be able to, like, engage with people and, like, to do a survey like this was really cool. Yeah. I will say, Survey Monkey. Oh, you Survey need Monkey. To fix, you need to be more clear, first off, because we did we didn't want to pay money. We did the free Yeah. Tri- you know, you can do free Survey Monkey. Yeah, surveys. We were not told that if you go over 10, you won't be able to see people's data results, results. unless you pay for it. And you cannot and then we we're like, "Okay, well, how much is it to pay per month?" I was going to use my student and get a student discount. Hannah's currently in school, so you get a student discount. You cannot pay for just a it month. It was like $120. You have to buy a year subscription to this service. Yeah. It's like, what are you talking about? So we about? ended up having to create three different surveys just to be able to get all the results. Just to get had. all the results. And then we had to send people the surveys yeah. and it was just like this whole ordeal. So we'll never get a sponsorship from SurveyMonkey, but it's okay. No, we don't want one, frankly. Um, you can keep your sponsorship. We, we will we'll gladly take a Garrett's sponsorship. Oh, for sure. Shout out to Garrett's Popcorn. If you're ever in Chicago, they do have other popcorn options. Yeah. If, if Chicago mix is not your favorite. But try but, it. But also... It's delicious. You can get free samples if you just ask them to try it. You can get free try samples. Try the Chicago mix. Try it. Just that cheddar, Hannah. Yeah. That cheddar. Cheddar so good. So just to be upfront, for our actual popcorn ranking, we do not have Garrett's Chicago mix with us here today. We do have a different brand's version of Chicago mix, which we'll be like using as a like slight reference, but we will be ranking Garrett's Chicago Mixed Popcorn. We did try it in the last, like, month or two. Yes, we tried it when we completed yes. the survey. Um, So I will run through really quickly all the flavors we're going to be trying. Okay, sounds uh, great. The list has expanded during it's ex- this podcast. It's expanded by one. It's actually quite a lengthy list now. It is. Um, So obviously the Chicago Mix would be the first one. We have a kettle corn. We have a dill pickle flavored popcorn. There is a sour candy flavored. There's a chocolate peanut butter flavored. Um, I found a Hot Cheetos flavored popcorn. Flaming Hot Cheetos. Flaming Hot Cheetos flavored. We're going to do the popcorn in the milk. Yes. Which is horrifying. <laughs> which I'm terrified for. And then we kind of have a few variations. We will be trying regular microwave popcorn. Just basic. Just plain. Plain it is, popcorn. I think, butter flavored. Yeah, but just, just you know. normal microwave popcorn. Um, and then we have a couple variations. We will be doing the... Microwave popcorn with Valentina hot sauce. Yes. I was told it specifically needed to be Valentina. Yes. I was told by a co-worker to try microwave popcorn with a little bit of melted butter and Old Bay seasoning. So we're going to do that. And we've read on the back of apple cider vinegar bottles to sprinkle it on popcorn. And I technically have tried this, but I think I poured too much on because yes. it got really soggy. So, so we'll be doing that. We're going to be doing that um, as well. I think that's all the kinds. I think so. If we missed any, I'll just throw it in. We'll throw it in, and we've got our trusty whiteboards with us again, which I just realized we literally, we did a tasting episode last week, didn't no, we? No, Ice oh, Age. Oh, Ice Age, you're right. Okay. Good old Ice Age. Yeah. Never heard about that. Oh, God. Uh, could, how could I? But yeah, so we are going to get to the tasting. All right, let's do it. 
I'm just going to leave it running and I'll just... Yeah, we're going to take a brief intermission. We got to actually pop the popcorn. We wanted it to be fresh when we started. Yes. So we're going to do that. We are back. Yes, we've um, assembled our popcorn. I think... I think maybe we should start with just the regular. I think we just gotta start that's our with, base, with right? just microwave popcorn. Yeah, that's our base. I think we just gotta start with like the classic, you know the. Oh. I feel like microwave popcorn is like the fast food pizza equivalent, where it's like microwave popcorn is good. It's never amazing, but it gets the job done. It satisfies like a craving you have. Oh. Um, you know there's better popcorn out there, but, like, it'll, it'll give you what you need. Yeah, I feel like it's never bad unless you burn it. Yes. But you kind of know what you're getting when you pop that bag of microwave popcorn. You do. If you eat it plain, like how it is. Yeah, there's not a lot to it. I mean, the one we have, I think, is, like, got a little bit of butter flavor to it. Mm-hmm. I think it's nice for its convenience factor. I would agree. The fact that I was able to pop that bag in less two, than two minutes. Yeah. Says a lot. Um, and it's ready to eat. Like, that's what it's good about. You can eat the bag and then throw it away and it's yeah, done. The convenience. Yeah. It's very nice. But it's not bad. It's, it's it's average. It's average. Yeah, it's average. Okay. So, I think we should probably do the Chicago ni- mix next. Okay. Chicago mix The Chicago Knicks, sure. <laughs> the New York Knicks yes. next. Um, just because we are technically rating, ranking a different version of this. And I should say when, with like, the Chicago mix we're Base it more off the Garrett's mix. Yes. This is just, like, to give us a frame of reference just to, for the yeah. flavor notes. And I will kind of say the same with, like, kettle corn as well. Yeah. Like, I'm basing it off of, like, the Dollywood, like, amusement park amusement kettle park corn. Amusement park kettle corn, oh. yeah. Okay. So this, uh, this brand is not as good as Garrett's. Yeah. The thing about Garrett's is, like, the cheddar is so flavorful Mm -hmm. and so good. I think that is the star of that popcorn because I've had, I've had bagged, um, Chicago mix like this, which is like, you know, a popcorn store that like made it fresh. What popcorn store did you get it at? Just a little shout out. Um, it's called Pop City Popcorn. Again, we haven't really eaten these popcorns yet, so I can't, we can't speak to how good or bad they are. But just where you got them from. Yeah. yeah. But it's, yeah, it's a store, um, that I located near me. Yes. Yeah, I think, like, Chicago Mix is just, I agree with you, like, that Garrett's, like, the cheddar really just, like, stole the popcorn mm-hmm. for me. The thing I like about Chicago Mix is, like, you wouldn't think caramel and cheese would be a good combination. It's like the savory sweet. Yeah. Kind of works but together. But it works well. I think the flavors balance each other well. I think it's just, like, a nice, nice combination. And it... <laughs> I thought you were done. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It's a nice combination to have that you don't, like, get that often, is what I'll say. Yeah. Right, because yeah. I think the last time we had had Garrett's popcorn, like, the good stuff was, like, five or six years. Right. In the past. And we've had, like, the, the Meyer brand. Yeah, it's just, know. it's not as good, but. Again, it, it's, like, the average, like, in a pinch, it's fine. Yeah. You know it could be better. But you still want the real thing. But you still want the real thing. I think it would be wise to do the chocolate peanut butter. I think so. Because I think when we get into some of the more unique flavors, it's going to yeah. get muted out. Okay. We can so do that. So let's do, it's this, it's a chocolate peanut butter. Is that what it is? It's essentially popcorn coated in, I think it's caramel corn coated in chocolate peanut butter. Okay. So this weirdly to me tastes like a Butterfinger. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. I was really thrown off by the flavor at first. I'm like, what does this taste like? And yeah, I think like because it's caramel corn coated in a mix of chocolate and peanut butter, it like weirdly tastes like a Butterfinger. I was just going to say, all the flavors are fighting each other. Yeah. And there's not... It doesn't feel cohesive. So this is like their specialty. Okay. The store. Like this is their like what they're known for, I guess. It's to me very similar to like, I love chocolate and peanut butter. Yeah. I love a good Reese's. Mm -hmm. But to me, it's like you got to get the combination perfect. Yeah. And I, maybe if it were regular popcorn covered. Yeah, maybe. The caramel corn's like throwing me off a little bit. So- I've never really been huge on chocolate-covered popcorn. Mm-hmm. I think it, like, is a texture thing. Like, don't get me wrong, I love chocolate, and yeah, chocolate-peanut butter is one of my favorite combos, but it's, like, it's not bad. I don't think this is bad by any means, but it doesn't, like, hit for me the same way other popcorns do. Like, I think it's, like, it's, like, heavy. The coating is, like, really heavy on the popcorn, so you mainly just get, you don't really get the popcorn yeah. through. That's what gets left out, is there's so many flavors coming through that the popcorn gets left behind. Yeah. It's not the star. I would agree. All right. What would you like to do? I think maybe we do kettle corn. I think we should stick with the sweeter ones, and then we can move into more of the savory. And then we can move into the savory. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do kettle corn. I was a little bit worried about this kettle corn because before we recorded this, both our parents, like, we had them try, just like, to see if they wanted to try it. And... Both of them kind of, like, didn't love the kettle corn. My yeah. dad more so. Yeah. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's bad. It's it's for sure not the best kettle corn I've ever had in my yeah. life. Um, by no means. But it was pretty good. Yeah. And when I'm thinking of, like, this ranking, I'm doing kettle corn more based off of, like, the one you can get in amusement parks. We had, like, we went to Dollywood, which, again, we love Dolly Parton. Uh, she's a treasure, a national treasure. And our grandparents used to live in Tennessee. So we went to Dollywood a few times, mm-hmm. and like, oh my god, the kettle corn, amazing. Yep. So delicious. I can't remember who I was talking to, but I was like, kettle corn is a popcorn I do not eat very often. No. Like, once every few years, if that. But every time I have it, like, fresh made kettle corn, mm-hmm. it's always a 10 out of 10. It's really good. It's delicious. Like, Michigan Adventure has really good kettle corn. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think kettle corn because it's got that sweetness. Yeah. But there's something so unique about the flavor of kettle corn. It's, like, a little bit different than Chicago mix because it, I think it's kind of, like, a savory sweet thing, but it's yeah. in a different way. Like, it's, like, salt and sugar. It's, like, sugar and salt together yeah. to make this kind of, like, really good flavor combination. It's sugar, spice, and everything nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Powerpuff Girls. That's what kettle corn's made out of. The souls of the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> I hope not. Got really dark. Okay. Do we want to try any of our... Yeah, let's try one of those. I kind of think the apple cider. The apple cider? Okay. I think we should do that next. Let's do that. Okay. All right, we've sprinkled some apple cider vinegar onto our microwave popcorn, and now we're going to try it. So I've never tried this. You did try it, but you put too much. I was way too soggy. Okay. So I don't hate it. I think... I definitely, we did better with the ratio of soggy, like, apple cider sprinkled to the sogginess levels. I think it's just not my favorite flavor combination. Kind of like a salt and vinegar type flavor to it, which, like, I do like salt and vinegar chips. I don't love them, like, a ton of them. I like, like, a little bit here and there. So I don't hate this, but I don't love it either. 
Yeah, I've never been a huge salt and vinegar fan. I was surprised I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah. But I think if you're stacking it up with flavors I know I really enjoy, it's just not there. I would agree. Yeah. It's not bad, though. Yeah, it's not bad. I'm not mad about that. I'm not either. Not mad about it. All right. What do you think? Dill pickle? I kind of think dill. Okay. I was actually very excited for the dill pickle. Me too. Because we I bought love, some... I mean, we also love pickles. We so. bought some dill pickle kettle chips. We did. Or potato. I think they're just regular potato yeah, chips. They're they pretty good. good. Pretty good. I'm not mad about that. Yeah, I'm not either. I think... I wish I liked it more than I did. I don't think it's a bad flavor, but I think what you said with the apple cider vinegar, when I stack it up against all these other flavors, it just, like, isn't as appealing to me. Mm-hmm. I don't dislike the flavor. Again, I love pickles, so I'm not, like, off-put by this flavor. It's just, like, for me... It's not as exciting as I wish it was. I think that the dill pickle flavor worked better for me in chips. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. I would agree with you that with the flavor, but I think it's nice because you get like the crunch of the popcorn and then like the dill kind of comes through. It's not necessarily the strongest dill flavor. Yeah. Maybe that's what the issue is. Maybe, maybe. I'd like a little bit more dill. Yeah. Maybe I want it to be stronger. But I'm not mad about it. Like I would yeah. eat that. Yeah. I would, I would sit eat there it. and eat it. <laughs> Suck it down. Yeah. Love to suck down a good pickle. Me too. Should we separate the spicy or we should do them back to back? I kind of think we should separate them. Mm. We could just do Flaming Hot Cheeto Yeah, now. let's do Flaming Hot Cheetos. Because yeah. I've been eyeing it. these. Cheeto, Flaming Hot Cheeto flavored popcorn. Yes. Is it just me or does this not have flavor? <laughs> it's, it's so interesting you said that because when I first ate the first piece, it tasted like nothing and there was no spice. And I was yeah. like, oh... All you get is just the burn in the, the back burn. of your throat, but it doesn't taste like anything. I kept waiting for cheese flavor. Like, because, you know, Flaming Hot Cheetos are very cheesy and spicy, but these just taste it. They just taste like popcorn with spice. There's no flavor. There's no flavor, and I'm very disappointed. It's very weird. I Like, I don't mind spicy popcorn, just it's weird that this doesn't taste like cheese. Yeah, it's very bizarre. Yeah. Huh. I don't know how to feel about it. I don't either. I'm, uh, I have to think about that some. Yeah, let's do the old bay. This was a suggestion from, like, a co-worker of mine mm-hmm. who said to put, you get, like, microwave popcorn, you pour some melted butter, and then put some old bay seasoning. Yes. People don't know old bay seasoning is used in a lot of, like, seafood. Yes. Uh, a lot of, like, seafood, like, boils and stuff. It's, right. it's used as that. You can use it, like, on poultry and meat and mm-hmm. stuff like that as well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so you basically just sprinkle some old bay. So I've never had this before. I haven't either. Okay. I kind of think my co-worker's on to something. <laughs> This has no right to be as good as it is. That's good. I took the first bite and I went, huh. It it makes sense. It makes sense. Weirdly makes sense. We, it, like the flavor works really well with popcorn. Like I, I love it. I texted Alyssa and I was like, my coworker suggested this and she's like, huh. Yeah. I was well, like, yeah, let's sure. try it. Let's do it. Um, yeah, that's like really good. I am surprised at how much I like this. I would definitely eat microwave popcorn with a little bait seasoning. Oh, me too. That's good. Yeah, I like it. It just I'm, works. It just works I don't know how really to explain well. it because you're right. It, it shouldn't be that good. It's like pepper. Okay, so our options are hot sauce, sour candy, and then milk. <laughs> the sour and the milk need to be separated. Mm-hmm. I think we should do the sour. Sour first. Then do the hot sauce. Then the hot sauce, end, with, end the with the milk. And then I can... And then we can cleanse can our palate. I have some, yeah. some microwave popcorn to cleanse the palate. Yeah, let's do that. So this sour candy, would you like to explain? Because there's a couple different flavors. Sure. So I saw this at the store. It's sour candy mix. So it is sour lemon, cherry, green apple, and blue raspberry candy corn. So... Candy corn. Yeah, candy corn. 
So do we try it all at once or do we try them? Um... I think we should try it separately. Okay. So what is this? This is blue. That's a blue raspberry. Oh, which maybe, I do love Maybe we could raspberry. try them all together once we've tried yes. them separately. I don't hate it, but it's oh, weird. A lot just happened a in lot, my mouth. I know. It's like crunchy. It didn't taste like anything like, at the beginning yeah. and then it came through. I, I will say I like because it's not super strong. Or it's not super strong. It's not really sour, though. Yeah. I don't taste sour. All right, lemon. Hannah said no. I don't and like sh- that. And shook her hand. I'm not a huge fan of lemon-flavored candy. It's fine. Not my favorite, but... Reminds me of old people. <laughs> this is cherry. That's my favorite like mar- so far. It's like a maraschino cherry. Yeah. That would be my favorite so far. I agree. I like that one. And this is what, lime? Green apple. Oh. They kind of nailed the sour apple flavor. That tastes like those caramel mm-hmm. apple suckers. Like those su- sour you get around Halloween. Okay. I think we should try them all together. I think we should too. So one of each. Mm-hmm. Why do they taste better mixed together? It actually tastes a lot better mixed together. It tastes really good mixed together. The, the flavors are all kind of combined really well. Yeah. There's a little bit of sour coming through, but yeah. it's not like, it's not like a warhead. I do think this would make me feel sick if I ate a ton of it. Oh, for sure. It's very like it's very sugary. Sugary. Mm-hmm. I agree. It does taste better together though. But it's not. It's not. I'm not bad. mad. I'm not mad about it. I just, I just wouldn't pick it. I, I wouldn't pick this, and I wouldn't eat a lot of it. Yes. But it's not bad. Yeah, I uh, I enjoy it. Didn't our dad ranked this as his favorite? Right. Yes. Uh no, he ranked the hot Cheetos. Oh, the flaming hot Cheetos, and then. But this, this he did like this one. Yeah. All right. Um, so we are going to do the. Hot sauce. Yeah. Specifically Valentina hot sauce. Yeah. Um, this is really popular in Mexico. Um, mm-hmm. Specifically Valentina. Yes. But I was I was told by Asbury that we, we had, you can use whatever hot sauce you want and certainly people do, but for the authentic best experience, we needed to have Valentina. Yes. So, so we complied. So I brought Valentina home with me. Yes. <laughs> All right. So I want to hear your, hear your thoughts first because you have not had this before. Mm-hmm. I very, very rarely have hot sauce, mm-hmm. mostly because I get horrible acid reflux yeah, so and my life is a, a mess. I was going to say you're not a big hot sauce person. I very much enjoyed that. Oh, nice. It's very nice. Like, mm-hmm. it's not overly hot. Yeah, it's, like it's, it's not a super spicy hot sauce. No, it's subtle, but it, it adds like a nice flavor to it. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a... Like a smoky kind yeah. of burnt flavor, which I really like. It's almost like a barbecue flavor. It is kind of like barbecue, um, yeah. I really like that. Mm-hmm. That's very nice. I was going to say, yeah, we, sometimes when we make popcorn, the hot sauce will come out and yeah. we put some on there. Not every time, but sometimes, yeah. and I've never disliked it. I no, think it's, it's good. A, it's a good pairing. It's very good. Yeah. So we set ourselves up. We are going to try <sighs> popcorn in milk. Um, With a little bit of sugar. I'm just going to write popcorn cereal. Do we want to do skim milk or oat milk? I think we should just do skim milk. I think skim milk. Because they didn't have oat milk in the 1890s. I mean, technically they didn't have skim milk either. But but that's the closest thing. It's the closest thing. Straight from the teat. Straight from the cow teat. Straight from the teat. Yeah. Just the way I like it. (laughs) Mm. Mm -hmm. If only I hadn't written this fact down, we would not have been doing this. You brought this on us. So, So, and um, we should say this is buttered popcorn. We have movie theater microwave popcorn that we've added some sugar to. A spoonful of sugar makes the medicine Not go down Hannah. Not a um, We're about to add some skim milk. What else do I add? I don't know. Some? Okay. Hit me up with some skim milk quick. And now we're going in. I didn't necessarily have a problem with the taste. It was the fact that it was getting very soggy very quickly. 
I'm gonna be completely honest. I didn't necessarily dislike this. It, I gagged a little bit because of the texture. It wasn't yeah. the taste. I can understand why people would eat popcorn cereal. I get it. From a flavor perspective, Have milk you- is not the worst thing to add it to. Now, would I go out of my way to do this? No. No. But I was pleasantly surprised. It it kind of has like a corn pops taste to it. It's kind of like a corn pops, like uh, frosted flakes, but without sugar added. Corn flakes. Yeah. Like smacks. Kind of deal. I thought it was going to be grosser. I did too. I think my problem was I was trying to eat it so quickly because I could see it getting soggier and soggier. And I don't really like soggy cereal and soggy things. So that, the texture got to me. I mean, I ate all of it. Yeah, I did too. I scarfed it down. Um, yeah, I guess I, I get it. People they, in the 1890s or whenever that was. Yeah. I think the glaring omission from our list is movie theater popcorn. The problem is, if we wanted movie theater popcorn, we would have to just go to a movie theater, walk in. I guess, I don't know if we could actually, I don't think we could just get popcorn. I don't think we would just walk in and get popcorn. Usually to get to that point, you have to give them a ticket. Right. So we would have had to go to the movie theater to watch a movie solely to, like, get popcorn to go. I think what we can do is after we go through our ranking, maybe say where you would put it. Where I would put Like, movie, roughly yeah. put it based on, like, obviously we know right. what movie theater popcorn is. We've had it enough right. times. Yeah. So, unfortunately, just based on the logistics and stuff, we don't have that, but... I think it's important staple to the popcorn community. My stomach is churning. <laughs> We're quite frankly a little bit afraid because we haven't eaten in hours and hours. We kind of didn't even eat dinner today. We just had like lunch. Yeah, and then we had like a dessert. It was Shannon's. Uh, oh yeah, Shannon's a birthday celebration. A birthday celebration was a couple right. days ago. We did have dessert. I forgot about that. But yeah, um, so we just got some popcorn flavors and, and alcohol. It's in our basically stomach. just yeah, alcohol and popcorn. Well, so I, you should kick us off. I'm gonna start. I had a really hard time ranking a lot of these. I didn't hate, I didn't dislike anything. No, I think it was a very strong list. Yeah, I, like, it just kind of came down to what flavor do I like more than others? I would say it's one of the strongest batches. The cheese was yeah, a pretty strong batch, cheese is pretty but strong it's batch. one of the strongest strong, strongest batches of food we've had. A, a nice fresh batch of popcorn. Yes. Okay, so number 11, I have the Flaming Hot Cheeto Popcorn. I think for me, this is a thing of being disappointed. I really like Flaming Hot Cheetos. Um, a great snack. A great munchy snack. Like, it's a great time when you eat Flaming Hot Cheetos. And this popcorn did not have the cheese flavoring that I have come to love from eating Cheetos. And I was disappointed. It just tasted like normal popcorn, but like spicy. But there was no, like, extra flavor. It's not like hot sauce where you get, like, a flavor with the spiciness. This is just literally normal popcorn plus spicy. And so I, I had to put it last because of that. I agree with you. Number 11 is Flamin' Hot Cheetos. My issue is the same, like, you get the heat but there's no flavor. And, like, if I'm going to eat something that's, like, a little bit hotter, I want the flavor to come through. Exactly. To me, it just, it, I wouldn't sit there and eat it. So, number 10, I had the popcorn coated with apple cider vinegar. I don't dislike this. I like it more than I liked it when I tried it the first time. I think when it's not, like, soggy, it has a pretty good flavor. I think just, I am not a big fan of, like, the salt and vinegar 
popcorn flavor. It's just on my palette, it's fine, but I'm, I'm not gonna go out of my way to do this, to make this flavor. <clears throat> Number 10 was actually the dill. I think for me it was like the biggest disappointment because I had really high expectations for the dill flavoring and it just didn't live up to that. And I think, I didn't necessarily dislike the flavor. I think the flavor's okay, but it did not exceed my expectations. So it, it did disappoint me in a lot of ways. Yeah, so I have dill, the dill pickle flavor is number nine for a lot of the same reasons. I think I, because I love pickles so much, I expected more out of it and it just wasn't like a strong enough flavor for me. Number nine, I put the popcorn cereal. It was not as gross as I expected. My biggest issue with that is the sogginess that immediately happens. And it's like a texture thing. The flavor though was not bad at all. The flavor was very similar to like a corn pops taste. Number eight, I have the chocolate peanut butter coated popcorn. I think for me, just the flavors were a bit overpowering and a little bit heavy for the popcorn. And if I'm eating popcorn, I still want to have like that popcorn consistency and some of that popcorn flavor, but it just like didn't come through in this for me. I still thought it was good, just not as strong as other flavors. Yeah, number eight, I went with the sour candy. When, when we ate it together, it was a lot better than them individually. I think my problem with this is that I would not be able to eat it in large quantities. Yeah. I also, like, it wouldn't be one that I would go and buy at the store. I've always seen it at stores, like the colored popcorn, and I've always been curious, but I've never bought it. And I'm like, I don't feel like I'm missing out. Yeah, so number seven, I have the popcorn cereal. I didn't think I would ever put it this high in the list, but I actually, like, really liked the flavor. It was, like, kind of, like, a good sweet flavor, and, like, the milk complemented it. I do agree, though, that the texture is a, like, you gotta really scarf that popcorn down, like, at record speeds, or it's gonna be really, really soggy, and then that texture's not great. But I didn't, I guess I was, like, really surprised that I actually really liked the flavor, so I got bumped up pretty high. Number seven, I went with the chocolate peanut butter. I'm with you. It's like more of a texture issue for me. I I didn't mind the flavor. I actually thought the flavor was like pretty good. It was a bit clashing. Like the caramel, the, the chocolate, the peanut butter, like didn't meld together very well. But it's too thick of a coating of chocolate for me to like sit there and enjoy it. Again, a one that, and I remember our mom said this when she tried it. She said, I wouldn't be able to eat a lot of this. Yeah. And I agree. That's part of my... Ranking includes, like, how much of this could I eat? Right. Like, because when I eat popcorn, I just scarf it down. Exactly. As we all do. So I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. be able to do it. Yeah. So number six, I have the sour candy mix. And yeah, I agree. Altogether, the flavor was really, really nice. But it is very, very sweet and, like, heavy sweet. So I would not want to eat a lot of this. I would probably only be able to have a little at a time. So because of that, it has to be a little bit lower. But I didn't hate it. I uh, thought the flavor, like, combined together complemented pretty well. Okay, number six, I went with apple cider vinegar. I actually, like, didn't hate it. I really thought I wasn't going to like it. I think the vinegar flavor is nice, and I'm not necessarily a huge, like, salt and vinegar fan. But mm -hmm. I think because it's, like, the apple cider vinegar, it kind of adds, like, a nice fall flavor to it. Mm -hmm. And maybe because I was drinking it with a... Angry Orchard. It kind of had like a nice combination. Huh. But I think for the fact that I didn't expect much and I ended up liking it, it boosted it higher in my ranking. Which makes sense. So number five, I have microwave popcorn. 
This is a staple. It's a classic. It's a simple combination, just butter flavor and salt. And like that is a, it's a classic. I had to put it five though, because while it's good and it's a great flavor and it's the one I, I have this popcorn the most frequently, but I think there are flavors that work better. Like just on a, on a palate, like I like better than this classic, like simple flavor. Yeah, I have number five microwave popcorn. It, it For me, it couldn't have gone lower. It couldn't have gone higher. Yeah. I felt like five was a fair space because that's about in the middle. Microwave popcorn is microwave popcorn. You know what you're getting. It's not going to disappoint you. It's not going to amaze you. But it's good when you're sitting at home watching, binge watching a TV show or a movie or having to watch four Ice Age movies in two <laughs> days. Like, it's good to have. Yeah. It's always there for you. Um, It's just a classic. Nothing wrong with it. Yeah, so number four, I have the um, Valentina hot sauce coated popcorn. I really like this. I think the flavor of the hot sauce complements the popcorn really nicely. I have had this multiple times now this this past year and um, some of the previous year, and I think it's a really good combination. I think um, I approve. I see I see the appeal. Um, thank you, people of Mexico, for having this be a thing. Um, it might be. I think other places as well, but love it. Support it. Number four, I have Valentina hot sauce. I was surprised because I didn't think I would enjoy this one as much as someone who doesn't regularly have hot sauce. I will say, I think that Asbury put this first, Valentina, as her number one hot sauce when she did her speed ranking. She did put this as number one. I think she has a lot of validity there because I do really like the hot sauce flavor. Yeah. But yeah, it had like a nice like barbecue flavor to it. It did really complement the popcorn well. And I did like it because it didn't get too soggy. Yeah. As long as you don't like drench it in it, it doesn't right. get soggy. Which... It doesn't. Like, yeah, I think the hot sauce is thick enough that it doesn't like immediately. Like, it's not like the milk where it immediately makes it super yeah. soggy. But it was nice. It was really nice flavor. Um, So number three, I have kettle corn. Um, So this kettle corn is definitely not the best kettle corn I've ever had, but... Like, going to a fair or an amusement park and just having, like, fresh hot kettle corn is just an experience. Like, it is so salty and so sweet, but not overpowering. I could eat a whole bag of kettle corn and I probably wouldn't feel that sick. <laughs> like, I probably wouldn't feel good, but, you know, but I'm not going to be dying of a headache because of, of the sweetness. It's just, like, a subtle sweetness. It's a really good flavor. And although I would, I don't think I would ever eat kettle corn with like frequent, like frequency, really, really good kettle corn is like incredibly good, like amazingly good. So for that, it had to be number three, just because it's like the frequency in which I eat it is very, very low. Yeah. I, I put kettle corn as number three as well. I think this is one, like you mentioned, where I tie kettle corn into experiences I've had. And usually it's like at amusement parks or events. And I agree with you. Like, kettle corn, you can eat a good amount and not feel ill. There's something so nice about the sweet, savory mix that kettle corn has with the salt and the sugar. And when kettle corn is, like, at its peak, like, it's probably the popcorn that I would pick the most, but also I couldn't eat it all the time. Yeah. So, number two, I have Old Bay Butter Seasoning. I was so surprised by how much this flavor worked for me. And I mean, I love seafood and I've had Old Bay seasoning before and it's, it's fine. I've never, I'm I'm not like, oh my God, Old Bay seasoning is my favorite seasoning ever, but 
this worked so well together. Um, thank you, Hannah's coworker, whoever you are. If you're listening to this, I greatly appreciate this contribution to my life because I probably am going to do this now. Not Maybe not every time I make microwave popcorn, but like sometimes I'll add like shredded cheese or just add butter, but, or I've sometimes, I've added cinnamon sugar before, yeah. just, you know, just to make a little something, something. And I, I probably will do this again. I really was surprised and really liked it. Old Bay was number two and it almost was number one. The fact that I thought about dethroning Chicago mix should tell you a lot about how I felt about the Old Bay. Yeah, when my coworker mentioned this to me, I was just kind of like, okay, like I could, that could be decent, but it's, it shouldn't work in the way it does, like you said, and it just works. And it's like, for a seasoning that's more used like on seafood and poultry, it's so weird that it combines well with like corn. I also like a lot of seafood boils have like corn. Yeah. That, I guess so that's it kind of makes yeah. sense. Yeah, that does make um, sense. But yeah, it was just a really nice combination. I could definitely eat a whole bowl of this. I could too. Um, and I'll definitely be doing this, like you said, not all the time, but once in a while when I'm feeling like spicing it up. Yeah. Oh. Literally spicing it up. Spice. I'll pull yeah. that old bay. Sprinkle it on there. Spice it up. Yeah. Yeah. So number one is Chicago mix and specifically Garrett's Chicago mix. This is another popcorn I don't have super frequently. When we had it, and especially because this was packaged when you go to the store you literally get it fresh from like they fresh freshly made this they'll ship it to you in literally a day like they'll they'll make it and then immediately package it and that cheddar Mm. is out of this world amazing so good the caramel here's the thing i like the cheddar more than i like the caramel Mm -hmm. corn i can fully agree with the people who said that the the caramel was just like eh. i get it but there's something about having this sweet and this savory flavor that just complements each other so well that I I can't help but applaud. And because of that, it has to be number one. Yeah, number one Chicago mix, and specifically, like Alyssa said, Garrett's mix. Um, I think for me, the thing that brought it above Old Bay was specifically the cheddar portion. I agree with you. The caramel's never been my favorite. It's the combination of the two, though. Like, it shouldn't work, but it does. There's something so special about that caramel mix. Like, if we were just, if I had never had Garrett's and I was just basing it off of, like, the Costco Meyer brand, it would probably be halfway down my list. It'd probably be below microwave popcorn yeah. for me. And Old Bay would have been number one. But it's the Garrett's popcorn mix. It's just, like, something so nice about it. And it's just got, like, again, like we talked about palettes earlier. Like, it's just a nice, pleasing thing to my palate. Great yeah, stuff. great stuff. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to startle you. <laughs> Give you a little jolt. <laughs> Senior jolt. day got a roar extra loud. Give me a little jolt. Um, so I'm just gonna run through my ranking again. So number eleven, I have the flaming hot Cheeto popcorn, then apple cider vinegar, then the dill pickle flavored, the chocolate peanut butter, 1890s popcorn cereal, sour candy mix, um, number five, microwave popcorn. Valentina hot sauce, kettle corn, Old Bay butter seasoning, and then number one, Garrett's Chicago mix. Yeah, I had 11 flaming. <laughs> I had 11 flaming hot Cheetos, dill pickle, uh, popcorn cereal, sour candy, chocolate peanut butter, apple cider vinegar, microwave popcorn, Valentina hot sauce. Kettle corn, Old Bay, and then Chicago mix. 
Yeah, well, this was a fun time. I'm glad we were able to taste more foods, and especially popcorn, because I love popcorn. But also get to do a little science experiment, a little social experiment. This is definitely the most money we've ever spent on an episode of a podcast. Right? Um... I mean, in total, with the mailing packages. I was thinking about the fall foods. Oh, maybe. Or the cheese. Plus yeah, that's, it's probably the most. I would say it's probably the most. Um, If not close to the most, if not the most. But it definitely, like, this is probably the most planning we've put into an episode since we did Pixar. Yeah. I think. I would say. Because we, we thought of this, like, months ahead. Like, we thought of this last year. Cause we, and we also sent out the surveys, like, over a month Se- ago. Yeah, several weeks ago. To make um, sure they got it, had enough time to do right. it. Right. Clearly we like eating food. Um, it's a favorite of ours. Sampling food and drinks and, um... Did you steal my napkin? <laughs> oh, I guess. Ew. Ew. I'm sorry. I'm, like, wiping my mouth on I did not wipe oh, my... Oh, no, mine's under I, didn't, I was gonna say I did not wipe my mouth on it. Yeah. I, um, always enjoy these. Always a good time. I'm pulling the Vin Diesel. <laughs> are you, are you pulling a Vin Diesel? You're grabbing it by the neck. <laughs> but yeah, so we're gonna wrap this up because we gotta go film another episode after this and it's almost one o'clock. What a surprise. Here we are. Late night recording. Um, if you'd like to follow us, we're on social media. We are on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We have an email an email address. You can message r3podcast at gmail.com. Um, questions, comments, concerns. We want them. Please give them to us. If you have a popcorn variety that we didn't try that you want us to try let us know if you're wanting to try popcorn cereal we can give you a recommendation of how you should eat it (laughs) yeah i think i think the most important thing i learned today is that people ate popcorn cereal my takeaway is to buy yourself a container of old bay but like this was before cereal yeah because kellogg dr kellogg created cereal with cornflakes. They got that milk right from the teat of the cow, too. They squirted it right in, right <laughs> It's the freshest thing ever. I, like, so, so popcorn was the original cereal? I guess. If we ever rank Wait, cereal. I'm, like, blown away that, what? If we ever rank cereal, we'll burn this back up. I, I guess. I'm, oh. Yeah. Oh. We'll leave you on that note to think about it. Yeah. Um, Bye. Bye. We would like to thank Joseph McDade for our intro music. He provides free music available for all kinds of creative use. The song that we used is called Sunrise Expedition, and you can find it and his other music on his website, josephmcdade.com. If you would like to reach us, you can email us at r3podcasts at gmail.com. That's R, the number three, P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S at gmail.com, or you can find us on Instagram by searching research rank repeat.